again and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, the penultimate of the mini-series Nine Perfect Strangers. Wheels on the Bus is the title of the episode. It was written by David E. Kelly and directed once again by Jonathan Levine. The episode premiered September 15th of 2021. And I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. While I'm still rather meh on the Marconi's, some of the uh the francis stuff was really good the ending definitely (laughs) set this episode in a trajectory i was not expecting it to go i also really like the feeling of the wheels coming off the bus you know i like the way it was shot and i like the way that you could tell a whole bunch of people being super high together and not enough staff or a psychologist to assist can cause quite quite some problems. I think that Masha may have some good ideas, but I think this whole Tranquilla mess, yeah, this shit needs to be shut down. I'm with Delilah 100%. I don't think that's how the episode's gonna end or the season's gonna end with her getting any type of karma comeuppance because it seems like everyone's reaching their place, their threshold. However, I will say that the irresponsibility here, I can't as someone who (laughs) went through any type of medical training, which I did for quite some time before I decided to switch my major from uh, LRN to medical office administration. Um, I'm just really completely thrown off by all these HIPAA violations. We start the episode with Masha recalling the day her daughter was struck and killed by a vehicle. Presently, she's just out in the woods. (laughs) Carmel out of nowhere attacks and starts beating the shit out of her. You got knocked the fuck out, man! There needs to be so much more staff, security, whatever around these grounds. It is horrifying. That this woman can just leave her room, all types of fucked up, on some drugs, left to run around, and y'all next to a fucking cliff. I will never understand (laughs) the property planning here. Yao and Masha accompany her on a gurney, where it's clear she was in a delusion thinking Masha was Lillian, the woman that is, uh her ex-husband ran off with she's still really mad about the fact that she stole her children i don't know the thing with carmel is if your children loved you as their mother it doesn't matter if they're calling someone else mom you know that's weird (laughs) um but if you're yeah i don't i feel like she's the one that's the problem and it probably came from the abusive relationship that she was in and she probably was gaslit i feel bad for her but i also don't i feel like i don't know carmel and then after the end of this episode i feel like i really don't know carmel and the reason why she hasn't retained custody of her children probably has something to do with her but i'll 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 hold off on the verdict until we get more of her actual backstory what has happened but I I guessed part of it before I got to the rest of it 
And we'll get there when we get there, because that was probably the best part of the episode. Francis witnesses Carmel being shuffled down into a room on the gurney. The Marconis discuss Masha helping them see Zack again with the Zo- with Zoe. <laughs> Not the Zoe. <laughs> it's the name of my sister's dog. The only one thinking it's a delusion and that that said delusion may cause more harm than good. Heather's just of the mind that she can't like she's very suicidal. If I could just see him sometimes I'll be better. I understand as a mother going through this i never like to try to tell people how to grieve however i can't pretend as if i would like i can't relate to her i should say as a person because if i had another child as much as i would be be hurting over the one child and i know people are like well you don't know that Mm, you you kind of do and i understand the part about her guilt like she didn't she had this guilt she was holding on for all this time that's something however i don't know i would think that making sure that at least you know to get myself better for this other child that still needs me so that i don't lose two instead of one feels as if that would be my again logical thinking and of course i'm being logical at this moment i'm not in that moment with her so that's the only way i could i can actually comment on these scenes and why i just don't relate to them because we're just not the same people carmel is losing it is it carmel or carmel whatever is losing it thinking that the psychotropics aren't mixing well which that is a concern and she is mentally like losing it she's raging out she's strapped to a gurney you're telling me i'm okay i'm not fucking okay (laughs) yao has to medicate her further to calm her the fuck down from attacking masha once again saying fuck you you know i hate you you took my fucking kids francis and the others discuss the weirder than normal side effects happening to them including francis seeing tony as her holican romance novel come to life after he admits that he would just prefer to get away with her and i'm like tony that is an idea but you also still you still have a drug habit and (laughs) and i don't like the way they're trying to cut corners here yes you could this probably could help him and i'm sure with further treatment but you'd have to keep him on the treatment plan the minute he's off of it like, I know a little bit of something where I'm like, ah. but it is fiction. So the premise of the show is introducing this idea that really does have a cool medical or beneficial, I should say, medical effect for those that need it while tying it up in a story that doesn't necessarily um, remain on par with that message, but that's neither here nor there. Tony gets anxious about the smoothie they didn't receive. However, they are still fucked up. Yao is concerned and Lars comes looking for answers. He knows about the... Like, when they was wiping that blood off her, I'm like, that's not ketchup. (laughs) It was coming off so fucking clean. Like, take off the damn dress. He knows about the person that died named Erin Connolly. I didn't like the way she said it. 
he died from too many cheeseburgers. Even if he was overweight, because it did look like he was overweight. You still decided to give this person drugs. You misdosed, which um, she denies, but I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about that. And if I was the family, I'd be right with them. Like, wait a minute. I would never suggest to someone who has type 2 diabetes, which it looked like he did, or high blood pressure, which it also looked like he did, to start doing fucking mushrooms and God knows what else is in this concoction she about to give to this family that's highly potent. The fact that she also manipulated their fragile states of mind, both mentally and physically, before admitting to the, the physical manipulation by drugging them part, will never not bother me. And the fact that it's, you know, partially based on some selfish desire to heal, you know, <laughs> it's not just the place, it's the person. She wants to know what he knows about Aaron Connolly. And they were whispering when Francis showed up demanding answers to mainly if the drugs are affecting tony and his romanticizing of her she reminds me of me because romance and the fear of heartbreak sometimes make you want to throw up barriers and not even try and quite frankly the amount of fraud ratio to prince is absurdly imbalanced in every part of america i've been in it's another problem <laughs> So I just want to get out of this country and I'm just intent that that's the only way I'll find my soulmate. Frances thinks she is less of the great person she used to be and is saddened by that loss with Masha admitting that everyone is afraid. She is terrified too. And the way they were just laughing at each other as they're talking about serious stuff really just reminds me that Masha's drugging herself too. <laughs> this is so irresponsible. I know I've said it 14 times, but it's staggering. Carmel, Carmel is placed in confinement and visited by Yao, who tells her Masha is fine and does not hate her. Lars casually dismissing my, micro or misdosing when he's talking to Zoe and about how doctors do it all the time. I was like, whoa, you're taking a lot of liberties with that statement, sir. <laughs> As if one... Because he used that, oh, well, the person who prescribed the asthma medication clearly mixed dose, and that's how Zach committed suicide. And I'm like, that's not, that's uh, a convenient thing to point to and not at all concrete evidence that, that led to his suicide. God forbid there might be something you missed. And I know that's the worst feeling in the world. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, that that's what happened maybe it really was the asthma medication but i don't feel as if or he was idolizing suicide i mean I, we don't know we just don't know you don't the only person that can tell you that answer is zach and he's gone and sometimes maybe that's the part where she may i guess i can see that where she's struggling heather to try to give um play devil's advocate with her that the not knowing is the worst part. I can see that driving you absolutely mad. But you're never going to know. And so to continue to drive yourself mad by it. It's like, oh no, I have to find myself. Find a way to make peace with their decision. Even if I never understand said decision. 
And I thought it was irresponsible as a journalist that he would point that shit out. Like, oh, it's the same thing. When you point out, quite rightly, that this bitch don't got a medical degree. No, she don't got no medical degree. She is tinkering. She is figuring it out as she goes. What do you... Like, if that was your child... Like, I'm really surprised that the, the Marco... Like, they're really desperate to get their own child to do something so to involve her as well because it has to be all of them and something so very dangerous just for you to have peace ah, ah. see this is where I'm just I, I can't with the Camarconis I don't I don't feel what they're putting down <laughs> this whole you're not a doctor thing just really blows my fucking mind that's going it's like going to a shaman or going to the other you know people are ridiculed for going to uh you know, fortune tellers or, or uh, voodoo doctors or whatever in many different parts of society they're called. Those people that can make certain types of things and potions to make you feel better in a certain way or you do this or do that. You don't, you know, this is what she's doing with drugs and you're hoping that she knows what she's doing. And the fact of it is she doesn't and don't got no fucking credentials to back that shit up. And the only person she did this with died and you sir know that a hundred percent more than marconi's do so yeah i wasn't feeling lars <laughs> masha convinces the marconi's and it kind of feels like lars wants the scoop more than he cares about their safety she allows him to record this is something masha desperately wants ordering yao and delilah to taper off the others and amuse them while she handles the marconi's alone delilah is still concerned about the dose but masha won't discuss it yao explains that carmel is in lockdown and she makes him choose when she gives him the look like okay the shit ain't hitting the fan but it looks like the shit's hitting the fan but he plays it that if they leave now then the others won't be safe but she knows someone is gonna get hurt Tony finds Francis and he admits he's been more honest with her than anyone, but she will not allow it as, you know, she doesn't want to be disappointed once again. She really likes him, and if a stranger could destroy her the way that that guy's name, which I was told is her Melissa McCarthy's real husband. Didn't know that. Um, she definitely can't allow him to come into her life like a wrecking ball. She won't be able to recover from that. She remembers the girl she used to be, actually visually sees it, and follows that person. Yao gives Karma a pill to calm her down, but doesn't watch her to take it. However, she does, but I just want to point out, this is another breach <laughs> of those HIPAA fucking violations. I don't know, it's probably not a HIPAA violation, but it's a breach of something, shit. She wants to see Masha to know she doesn't hate her ask that she come to her Ben and Jessica just been rekindling their romance on drugs with him thinking the stress with the money is why she's unhappy but she's like no I thought you didn't love me anymore and agrees that not only they should renew their vows but the place that they're at the wheels are coming off of the bus because she was singing that song that is a weird song to just start singing <laughs> Yao and Delilah are found whispering 
in the forest with Masha insistent about the protocol at 4 p.m. Lars calls her out on Aaron Connolly dying after she successfully helped him connect with his dead brother. And he points out her own selfish needs in this experiment. But then why did you can you have selfish needs too? Delilah has packed her shit. She's done waiting and she's going to the police. And despite whatever moralistic idea Masha probably has, it is also preying on a family's grief. Or is it moralistic or what's the right word I'm looking for there? Um positive intent she's disappointed but not surprised that Yao isn't coming Zoe comes to discuss Francis who is sitting on a cliff this is too many patients for one person needing attention all the time at all times of night and day during very very um, compromised <laughs> mental states just too much Francis is still on reclaiming who she lost, going back and redoing it, but she doesn't get those chances no matter how much she wants to. Masha talks about her daughter and understanding her need to be better, but it doesn't work in that manner, which is why once you come to these realizations in the actual here and now, you got to lean into the time you have left to be the person you truly want to be. Delilah goes to leave but is not allowed out of the gate. I hate when you're on the phone and someone is talking to you. You're like, you talking to me? No, I'm not talking to you. Why would I answer my phone and be talking into it if I'm talking to you? It was funny though because Francis just kept holding on. <laughs> Delilah did try to ask nicely though. Let me out. No, we're on lockdown. I said let me out. No, I'm not doing it. Nope. Mm-mm. I said she they just start screaming at each other. Yao skirting by Francis, who's like the shit is hitting the fan. Jess and Ben come to announce their renewal. <laughs> Delilah just took the truck and ran through the fence and was out. <laughs> She's like, you don't want to open this fucking gate? I'll find my own way off this property. Um That's when like uh jess and ben come to announce that they're renewing their vows and she's like that's great and she goes running off to the marconis masha's stung at the betrayal like why would she do this to us we yell just like i don't, I don't know you know masha decides she's going to trip with the marconis which was not part of the plan Yao is going to be in charge and needs to take them to the forest which was not part of the plan She's also upset at him for not reigning in Delilah. Like, how could you let her do this? <laughs> like, what do you mean? She's a grown-ass fucking woman. Uh, she's going to go to see Carmel, who has been dancing to Zandu in her room. Happier until I realize she has a hidden phone. Oh, hell no. She's also packing her shit because she believes she needs to be in a real hospital. She doesn't think it's safe for Carmel to be around Masha. Well, well, why did I say that like that? Carmel doesn't think she is safe to be around Masha. While the woman is trying to convince her. What did she call her? Lachka? I don't even know. It was great though. When she goes to the bathroom, 
and it looks like she's taking out her contacts then she comes back in the room and it flashes back to the night that Masha was shot and it's the same eyeball <gasps> yeah I don't even know why I laughed so hard I don't when she's like what now bitch <laughs> stop calling me lapshka I don't even know what that means <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was hilarious I don't know why but she's like I'm a nice person you do not want to be wow I didn't see that coming I did not honestly see that coming and that that was great I completely free because it's been like a little while since I've even seen the threatening messages that I just completely forgot about it. That's a smart, smart play on you not to bring it up in the next last two episodes. You're focused elsewhere and you forgot about the threat. And then you kept hearing about Aaron Connolly and I was pretty sure that that must be what's going on. I thought Carmel was just going to be the person that actually ends up killing someone because of a, a reaction. And she still might. <laughs> she still might. She got the the murder eye in <laughs> so we gonna see what happens next and this woman just took all them drugs that's about to kick in in like 20 minutes and she said she would come and find you so yeah nobody's gonna be looking for her what are you about to do ma'am what are you about to do this also tells you why you don't fuck with other men's husbands just don't do it don't do it you don't know how crazy that bitch is just don't do it if you want to send feedback for our last episode <laughs> of this series or the eighth episode yes uh, i don't think they're coming out with another i think this is a one and done thing blackoutcouch.gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic